Hello, beautiful souls. You're listening to Underneath the Clothes podcast, episode number 25, What to Ask Before Making a Job Offer. I'm Chelsea. I'm your host of Underneath the Clothes podcast. I'm a business and life coach, certified strengths finder coach, and the owner of Chelsea's Boutique. Being an entrepreneur for over a decade has taught me a lot of fun, but often hard lessons. I have gained a ton of knowledge in almost all realms of owning and operating a business, and I know I can help you save money and grow your profit, all while working less and running your business instead of it running you. Before we jump into today's episode, I need to tell you about my first ever digital course I'll be releasing in the coming months. The course will be a guidebook and direct coaching on one of my most favorite requested topics, how to hire the right people for your small business. I'm officially naming it the No BS Course to Hiring Right because I'm a business owner and I understand what it's like to have no extra time to waste on BS courses that won't deliver what it promises or are filled with fluffy extras we just don't need. In my coaching with business owners, the questions I get asked over and over again is how do I find the right people for my business and what can I do to have less turnover with the employees I do hire? These are questions I've struggled with in my own business and believe me when I tell you I know how frustrating and stressful it can be finding the right people who actually care for your business. My hiring process has grown from one that was rushed and hit or miss to one that intentionally draws in applicants who connect with the heart of my business right from the start. I wanted to bundle up everything I've learned about hiring over these past 10 plus years and put it into an easy to follow step-by-step process that walks you through exactly what I do to find the most amazing people for our team. In this no BS course, you'll learn how to set expectations for your employees and for yourself as their manager. It'll instruct you on how to design your hiring process so you and your new hires are set up for success. This is information I wish I had had years ago, and I know it is going to save you time and money and help you bring in those employees who will actually help you grow your business. If you're as excited as I am for this course and want to know when the cart will open, which by the way, will be for a very limited time, then click the link in the show notes or go to chelseasonlinecourse.com and sign up to be notified today. All right, now let's get back to today's show. If you are tuning in for the first time, I'm so glad to be hanging out with you today. We are several weeks into a special series of the podcast that is all about hiring, and we're not just talking about hiring anyone, but about how to really hire the right people who will save you time, help you grow your profit, and work alongside you for a bigger purpose in your business. To start at the very beginning of the series, you can head back to episode number 17 and then meet us up back here. In today's show, we get to talk about the fun stuff, like the title of the episode says you are almost so close to making a job offer to your ideal employee. If this is you, then I hope you are celebrating at least a little bit because this is truly a big step and I am so proud of you for getting to this point. You spent time understanding your strengths and values, figuring out the characteristics you want your ideal employee to have, and creating a customized application and interview process that serves your unique business. All of that hard work is about to pay off because you found the perfect hire and you are ready to make them an offer and welcome them to your team and into your work family. 
But before you make that offer, I want to share with you an important step that you should not skip over to ensure you make the best offer possible for them. Now, if there's one thing I hope you've learned about hiring on this podcast so far is that you are a unique, one-of-a-kind human being, and since your business is a part of you, it is too. We live in such a have-it-your-way, customizable world, and it's great, right? You can go to Subway and have your lunch made just the way you want it, and it will be a totally different sandwich than the one the person standing in line behind you orders. Like for me, it would be a roast beef on gluten-free bread, no cheese, and all the toppings minus onions. Everything we do from putting together our outfits every day to choosing a cell phone cover to deciding which workouts we want to do this week can all be customized to fit who we are as individuals. This is true for you and also for the people you work with. Every single one of them is different and has their own priorities and preferences that allow them to live life having it their way. Do you see where I'm going with this? Every employee is their own person, so why would we give everyone the exact same job offer? And I want to clarify quickly that the job offer is the part in the hiring process that comes before the contract. To put it simply, the job offer is where you'll present what you'll be able to give your new employee and what you both can expect once they are hired. When I send out a job offer, I want to make sure it's a good match for that new hire. I also want them to feel special and even more excited about the position. So I'll let them know that they've been selected for the job and that before I present them with an official offer, I'm sending them a list of seven categories that I'd like them to rank in order, starting with the thing that is most important to them all the way to the least important. The seven categories we use at Chelsea's are salary, vacation time, type of work, benefits, job title, location, and technology. We're going to go through each of these, but keep in mind that if one or two of them don't fit in with your business, that is 100% okay. I was serious about all of that having an earway talk earlier, so you can omit some of these if they just don't apply to you or even add in some of your own categories too. The purpose of having your employee rank these categories is to find out what motivates them and what is most important to them. Then you can use that information and combine it with what you learned about them in their interviews to piece together a stellar job offer that is tailored just for them and in line with what you're comfortable offering. So let's dig into these categories just a little bit more. So the first is salary. If this is high on your employee's list of importance, chances are they could be the breadwinner in the family and they probably know they need to make a certain dollar amount in order to support their family. Next up is vacation time. If time off of work to spend with family is the most important thing to them, your employee will likely have this at the top of their list even before salary. This person would be most excited about having a lot of time off like all the major holidays or even the option of having unlimited time off as long as the responsibilities are being met. Number three is type of work. I found that especially for millennials, the type of work they do is very important to them and often very high on their list. They want to know they are making a difference and doing things that have an overall bigger impact versus just doing monotonous type tasks. Fourth is benefits, meaning things like 401ks and health, dental and vision insurance plans. Providing benefits might not be on your radar, so like I mentioned before, go ahead and leave this one out if it doesn't work with what you can offer. 
We just added the option of benefits this past year for our full-time gals at Chelsea's. And you guys, I never thought I would be able to do that. If you find that benefits are really super important to your employees, check into it if you can and see what it would be like for you to add them. Number five is job title. Some people really value having a specific job title. They want to be a leader on the team and someone others can turn to. And having that title of manager or whatever it may be behind their name means a lot to them. Number six, location. This one is for the employee who values having flexibility when it comes to where they complete their work. If their position allows, they like to be location independent or have the option to work from home a few times each month. And last is technology, especially if you're hiring someone who will be using equipment, tools, software for a large part of their day, like a brand and content manager or a graphic designer, having certain types of programs or a type of computer at work might be high on their list of importance. All right. So once your employee ranks these seven categories from the most important to the least and gives you their list, you'll be able to see which things they value the most based on their individual circumstances and preferences. Your next step then is to use this information to create a letter of intent or a job offer. Like we talked about, this is the one step before the contract. Its purpose is to make sure you have everything worked out and are both on the same page before you get to the contract part, so that when you do hand them the contract, everyone is ready to sign and your new hire is ready to get started. So the first thing I include in the job offer is a list of all the job responsibilities, and this is just something you can copy and paste right from the job description. I also include any special benefits that might come with the position. So think about all those little added bonuses to working for you and include them here. Do you offer percentage off of in-store purchases for your employees? Do you have a free team weekend retreat every year to a personal development course? Or it could even be as simple as you offer the option of wearing casual attire or free snacks in the break room. Along with the job description and extra benefits, your letter of intent should also include the salary as well as any paid time off that you're offering for the position. How you decide on the salary and benefits you send in the letter of intent all comes back to looking at how your employee ranked those seven categories. So for example, maybe you have an employee who put vacation time as their most important thing, even before salary. So while you normally offer 12 days of PTO a year, for this person, you might want to consider offering them more like 15 days. Or maybe you have someone who listed job title in their top three, so you add team leader or managing to the front of their title, making them managing content creator or managing style specialist or whatever that may be. On the flip side, let's say you normally give all of your new employees a computer to use, but you see that technology is at the bottom of this person's list, so you could decide to have them bring their own computer from home and instead add in bonuses that align with other areas that they find to be more important. When it comes to determining salary, remember we always put a salary range on our job description. So if salary is high on their list of priorities and you feel they can contribute enough to give them that higher range, then you can piece that together. Or if they have salary high on their list, but you don't think they are quite there to get the highest range you can give just yet, look at what else is higher on their list and find other areas where you can give. Maybe you can give them extra days of PTO or allow them to work from home on Fridays or whatever that looks like based on their list of categories. 
I want to add here too that don't be surprised if you send out a letter of intent and your employee comes back with questions or change requests on some of the things you had planned out. This is totally normal and a good thing because if you talk about these things now, by the time you get to the contract, all of these details will be worked out. Think of it like buying a house. Usually if you put in an offer, you can expect a counter offer to come back. Using your employee's list of these categories doesn't just end at the job offer either. You can use it as a way to better know them while they are working for you and to show some appreciation. So as an example, let's say you normally give out a Christmas bonus to everyone around the holidays, but you have an employee who really, really values vacation time more than anything else. You could think about gifting her a Christmas bonus of more PTO versus a money bonus. I also have all of my full-time girls revisit their ranking of these seven categories about every six months or so when they are doing our personal reviews. This lets me know if anything has come up in their lives that has caused their priorities for their work to shift. So for instance, maybe when you hired someone, salary wasn't as important to them as location or type of work, but now something has happened, like maybe their spouse lost their job. So now salary is important to them. Or maybe you hired someone and location didn't matter to them too much, but now they value that flexibility because they have more family obligations that require them to be at home every now and then during the day. This is a great way to know if what's important to them has changed recently and what can be done to keep the job as a good a fit for them as possible. I hope this episode has helped you to think about your job offers in a new light and has given you some great tips on crafting the best offers for each individual employee that comes into your life. I want to take just a quick moment here and shout out to John T. Meyer of Lemonly in Sioux Falls. I attended an event he spoke at a couple years ago where he talked about this idea of making the offer technique. John is the founder of Lemonly, who is home to the world's best infographics. So you can check him out on Twitter or his blog page at John T. Meyer or johntmeyer.com. If you know another businesswoman or entrepreneur who could benefit from hearing today's show or someone would just love to be reminded of the classic Burger King have it our way jingle, share this podcast with her or take a screenshot of this episode and upload it with the tag at underneath the clothes. I love to hear from listeners and knowing that the show inspires you as you grow your business, it means the world to me and fuels me to keep creating content for you. If you want even more step-by-step instructions and guidance in hiring the right people, head over to chelseasonlinecourse.com to be notified when my digital course goes live. In the meantime, be sure and tune in to next week because I am sharing my five biggest takeaways from Tony Robbins' Unleash the Power Within event. And spoiler, they are life-changing friends, so don't miss it. Thank you so much for listening. I love and appreciate each and every one of you.